Hello, my dear listeners, welcome once again to Living Daily by His Word. In our previous study, we studied Ephesians chapter 6, and there we saw Paul counseling the old family. There we saw that he called children to obey their parents in the Lord, and that they should honor their father and mother without any form of condition whatsoever. And there we saw that he was also counseling parents not to provoke their children but to nurture them in the admonition of the Lord, that when they grow, they will not depart from the ways of God. Then we also see how we came also to those that work, that servants should be obedient to their masters, and masters also should not threaten their servants, but actually respect them. So I'm going to be studying the book of Philippians. And we're starting from Philippians chapter 1. Before we go to the Lord of God today, let's seek His face in prayers. Lord, thank you greatly for your love and mercy towards us. Thank you, Lord, for your compassion over our lives. Thank you, Lord, because you are God and there is none like you. As we dwell on the book of Philippians, we pray that may you teach us wondrous lessons from this book. Help us, Lord, to understand your words. And help us to live by each and every word. Thank you, Lord, for answer prayers when your name prayed. Amen. Philippians chapter 1 will be studying from verse 3 and it says thus I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making requests with joy. For your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this very thing, that he which had begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Friend, we all are work in progress. And as Paul sees the progression in their lives, he was glad that Christ is working greatly in them. And you see that Paul was not actually giving the glory to himself. But he said, Christ that began a good work in them is sure that he will continue to perform it till Christ comes. And this was the confidence that he had. Not in his preaching, not in his teaching, not in his letter writing, but his confidence was in Christ that actually can work a good work in them. And that's why when we go to teach people and instruct people, we should not actually pride ourselves in how good we are in the scripture, but we should be confident in Christ that can actually do a good work in them. When we also go to people that seem so hardened in their heart, let's not be so scared of speaking to them or thinking that will they ever repent, but let's be confident in our God that can actually do a wondrous work in their lives. Verse 9 says, and these I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment, that ye may approve things that are excellent, that ye may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. This is always Paul's prayer that they may abound in love. In Ephesians, that they might be rooted and grounded in love. In 1 Corinthians, it talks about the fact that love 
is above all things. And the more excellent that he prays for them to have. Friend, love is the basis and the foundation of the law of God. And God expects us to be perfect in his love. And Paul believed in this solely. And he always prayed for them to abound more in love, be written and grounded in love, and to be perfect in love. Pastor Demon says, Being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God. Friend, we have no righteousness of our own. So, in the righteousness of Christ, we can actually have. That's why I say we should put on Christ by our own works. By own strength, we will surely fail. But by putting on the righteousness of Christ, by holding on to his righteousness, we can truly have the fruits of righteousness. As 14 says, And many of the brethren in the Lord, waxing confident by my bonds, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Verse 15, Some indeed preach Christ even of envy and strife, and some also of goodwill. The one preach cause of contention, not sincerely supposing to add affliction to my bonds, but the other of love, knowing that I am set for defense of the gospel. What then, notwithstanding every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, and I daring do rejoice, yea, and will rejoice. The beauty about God is, when his words are preached, whether mockingly or out of goodwill and good heart, his word does not go without achieving the purpose in which it has been sent forth to achieve. It's only painful that those that speak the word of God mocking us at contention might be lost and might be damned. But when the word of God is spoken, it goes out to achieve the intention in which it has been spoken of. Friend, will you choose to be saved by the words of your mouth? Or will you choose to save others while you choose to be lost? Friend, whenever we speak the word of God, let's speak it in goodwill. And also speak it to also ourselves that we also might be saved and not be lost. For contact, can message us on plus two three four eight one three four three four six five two six. Plus two three four eight one three four three four six five two six. Can also follow us on our podcast handle at anchor.fm slash living daily by his word. Anchor.fm slash living daily by his word. Let's bow sing the Lord in prayers. Lord thank you greatly for your word today. We pray to you, God, help us to be rooted and grounded in love. Help us that each day may abound more in love. The good work that I have said in us, O oh Lord, we pray thee that we perfect it to the day of the second coming of your Son, Jesus Christ. That we might be saved and we may reign eternally with him when he comes to take his people home. Thank you, Lord, for answer prayers. For your name we've prayed. Amen. I need you.